0: Let's talk about finding your magic. So, recently I was in Guatemala with my family, my husband and my daughter, and there was this one specific town that we went to that I was very excited to to visit because, um, all of the websites and forums and stuff said that it was a kind of like a hippie, like a new age, like yoga, vegetarian, green smoothies kind of place. And that is my jam. So I was really excited to visit this one specific town. Um, when I got there though, it was, hmm, it was, it was exactly what it was advertised as. I just didn't realize that I was a different person coming into that. So there was a lot of advertisements for have um, hippie Sharon or um, shining moon child help you learn how to use crystals to tap into your magic or have um, Brian Riverbed a white guy, not a native person, uh, teach you the art of divination through blank, blank, blank. And it was like $50 for 20 minutes and stuff like that. And I was just so... At first, I honestly didn't know what I was feeling. I was... All I knew was that I didn't like this town and I was kind of wondering why it was so disappointing and was it the weird smell? Was it the flies? Was it... um? I don't know. It was just the only word I could think of was pretentious until my husband and I were walking and it finally hit me when we saw an advertisement for Crystal Grids that what I found frustrating and disappointing about this specific town was what I find disappointing and disheartening about um, people saying they're going to teach you about your magic or how to harness energy or how to, um, I don't know how to speak with the spirits or whatever it is that they're teaching you. What I like to refer to as magic and you can kind of call magic what you want. You can call it a second sense, um, connecting to guides, being able to read the Akashic Record, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, Talking with ghosts, I don't know, manifestation, all these things are um, what we would consider or what I would consider like your magic. It's just that thing. I have a friend who, um, what's up, Kelly, Uh, whose magic is dreams, right? I have another friend, what's up, Julie, whose magic is poetry. Um, There's so many different ways for you to, to have magic. And it frustrates me when there are people who Try and not capitalize because we all should be paid for our gifts, but um, take advantage of people who are searching. So I always have had this deep feeling that I had something special about me. I mean, most of us do, right? Um, Because most of us are special. In fact, all of us are special and all of us have the ability to tap into um, this magic, this otherness, this specialness. Uh, When we know this instinctively, like if we know that children are closer to the veil and sometimes if they say weird things like, oh, in a past life I was this, we kind of believe it. Or um, if we see children talking to imaginary friends or whatever, we're like, oh, that's probably a ghost. There's just this knowing and understanding and accepting for most people that children have less Junk accumulating in their lives and in their um, in their minds that make them um, more open and willing to see and use magic. So, like instinctively, we know oh. <laughs> A child is close and so they're closer to their magic oh children don't yet have all the defense mechanisms and and blank built up that stops them or that deadens their ability to see or go further we we know this instinctively about children but the thing is that we forget is that we were all children so we all start out with this ability to tap in it's just that with growing up and dealing with practical things and people telling you that stuff isn't real we begin to doubt ourselves so many of us doubt ourselves as to what our gifts are or what we're capable of not just in our magic but in so many things children are unabashedly themselves they are loud they take up space they find joy and they're able to tap into their magic and we kind of beat it out of them or um shame it out of them or s- tell them to quiet themselves or fit into this specific um, picture of what grown-ups are supposed to look like and that ends up happening with our magic as well and so it's almost like we have this very thin paper wall between us and the other side and as we get older uh we start to put drywall up and then cement and then bricks and then before you know it there's a whole um there's a whole building between you and your magic. And so it's not that we can't access it. It's that it's buried deep within us. And so it I was the same, right? I always knew that there was something special, but I couldn't quite figure out what that was or how to get to it. And I was searching and I searched I tried to go to so many teachers that have failed me, so many people that have failed me because no one can really teach you what you already know how to do. And let, let me rephrase or let me say that again. No one can teach you how to do what you already know how to do, what you've been doing. Everyone has a very specific way that they connect, that they read energy, that they absorb energy, that they whatever, that they practice or have their magic and there are people that would see someone hungry like that, hungry to get back to themselves and their and their gifts and they'll take advantage of it. And that's what I felt when I was going into this into this town that was supposedly so cool and new age and what I felt was it was just very predatory and narcissistic. I can show you the ways that I do my magic. I can show you by leading by example by being completely open and free, by talking about how I feel magical, how I tap into my gifts. But in the end, my gifts are my gifts. They're my fingerprint. I can inspire you. Um, I can help guide you, but I can never teach you how to do you. And so many people there's a fine line between, okay, I have this gift and I know how to share it. And I want to, um, I want to make money because I deserve to live a comfortable life, um, teaching others how to do this. And, oh, you can't learn this specific skill or you can't learn how to get into your magic unless I teach you and I charge $90 an hour. If that's what you charge, that's what you charge. But never think that. You're the only one or there is only one person that can get you closer to your magic. That one person is you. Crystals are fun. I have tons of them. Tarot cards are fun. I've got tons of them. Energy work is fun. I do it all the time. It is a practice. But let me tell you what I think the single most important and impactful thing is. What exercise to get you closer to whatever it is that your brand of magic is and it's meditation. Like, it's not, it's not interesting. (laughs) Well, maybe it is. I think it's interesting. It's not fancy. I'm not asking you to buy anything. Um, I can help guide you and teach you meditation. But I can only give you these parameters of what meditation is and what it isn't. And even those are very loose. The only person that can get down into that, into the state of knowing is you. It is oh man, we doubt ourselves so much. We, we don't, we aren't sure of our beauty. We aren't sure of our gifts. We aren't sure of our, um, impact in the world. We're frequently insecure in relationships. Does this person love me? Is this person my friend? Does this person actually like me? We're so unsure of ourselves and that comes to our magic as well we're so unsure of ourselves in so many ways that we're just searching for someone. Oh, please. If someone just, if I just pay this person this much money, they can tell me how I'm special. I have been there. I have, I have, like I said, I've been down that rabbit hole of following someone that looked like they had all their shit together. But those people who tell you that they can teach you and they're the only ones that can teach you and without their guidance, you'll never get there. Those people are narcissists. They want your money. They want your admiration. They want your attention. They want to be the ones that their magic is taking your magic. And that just bothers me because there's so many predatory people like that. Because there are so many people, like I said, almost all of us have an ability. It's just, I feel like those narcissists are so much better at tapping in and then using their magic to fuck with people or to take from people. And it's frustrating when I see that. But yeah, so the most powerful thing that you can do to get to your magic is to is to sit and think about what that means. Um, meditation has so many different names and ways to practice. Again, it's very individualized. Um, I like to sometimes when I'm meditating, and thinking about like getting into my magic, just kind of allowing myself to feel right. You can feel things and in yoga we, because I teach yoga, in yoga we, we tend to, I tend to teach from a very physical body perspective. Like what does your leg feel like? What does your foot feel like? What are the sensations in your body when you make this movement? Is it a stretch? Is it a, a temperature change, right? I'm, very in, I'm a very tactile teacher and to me meditation is exactly like that but for energy, what does my energy feel like? What does it taste like? Um, what is the quality? What is the sound? What is the color? There's so many different ways for you to figure that out. But the only way that you're going to figure that out is if you sit in it. Sit in your own company. Sit in your own awareness. Sit in your own magic. It's uncomfortable. It can be really boring. If you have um, a neurodivergent brain, it can it can be um, really anxiety-inducing. So you have to take it slow. And I have a, an entire um, episode dedicated to meditation. If you're interested, please go and look at that. But that is the single best way for you to get in tune with your magic is just to sit and allow your magic to kind of come to you or maybe more allow yourself to go to your magic. It's building or it's unbuilding. It's it's deep destroying that building between you and your magic brick by brick and wallpapers piece by wallpaper piece and and level by level every time you sit you get with the intention of getting closer to yourself you get closer to your magic because yourself is in your magic your magic is in yourself and i know that that's not fancy and 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 spectacular and it's not um exciting and it's not ooh something we can i don't know post on social media and it's it's boring old sitting in silence and listening to yourself and letting yourself unfold in front of yourself and and witnessing and getting comfortable with it that is how you find your magic do i think that all teachers are trying to take advantage of you. No, absolutely not. Do I think that crystals are fun and they help you get close to your magic? Yes. Do I think that tarot cards are fun and they get you closer to your magic? Yes. All these things are fun and they can help get you closer, but think about them as training wheels or um, flotation devices. They'll help you get to where you're going if you eventually realize that they're just tools and they're tools to help you learn the skill. You don't ride with training wheels your whole life, right? You eventually take the training wheels off, learn the skill. The training wheels helped you to develop the ability to get that skill. And it's the same thing with your magic. I love my tarot cards. I read them all the time, but they are a tool that I use to make it easier to get to my magic because I can access it if I'm quiet, if I'm still, if I've meditated. I can access that magic without any um, without any flotation devices, without any training wheels. It's just a lot harder. Um, think about the first time you rode a bike, the first couple times riding without those training wheels, they were hard. And honestly, sometimes it's just easier to ride with the training wheels, especially if you don't have much time to dedicate. Like I have a toddler, I'm not able to sit and be in that state. And maybe I will, uh, well, no, not maybe. I definitely will when she's older and I have more time to myself again. But in this moment, I'm using the training wheels when I, when I need to. Because I'd rather access my magic with my training wheels than not access it at all. And then have to start from scratch. So teachers, people that help guide you, those are all very helpful, especially if you're someone that has no idea on where to start. Or especially if you're someone who just isn't used to trusting in yourself. Whatever's going to get you there, gets you there. But remember those, none of those things are necessary. They're just fun to use. I offer services myself on how to do that stuff. I teach workshops. I, I do stuff like that. But every single time that I have a student, and if you're a student of mine, you've heard me say this, I do not expect you to stay my student forever. I expect there to be a time where you don't need me anymore, Maybe you come back to me for fun or maybe you come back to me for nostalgia or maybe you come back to me for like a refresher. But eventually the goal is not to have you be my lifelong student. It is for you to learn what you can from me and then use me as training wheels and then you go off and find your own thing. I always think it's so interesting when I teach classes or I... I, um have regular students and they start coming for a while and then they see me in passing or, you know, uh, we're in the same class or something together and they're always the same thing. Oh, um, I'm sorry I haven't been to your class. Um I've been, you know, super busy. And I think that's so interesting because they almost feel like they're hurting my feelings and ego, when I was living in ego, that did hurt my feelings. Why don't these people need me anymore? Don't they like my classes? But as I've Evolved as a teacher and a human, I realized that when someone leaves my classes, doesn't come back, it's for two reasons. Either it didn't align with them and they consciously made that decision to not do something that didn't align with them, which, hell yes. Or B, they learned what they could for me, what they needed for me, and now they've graduated onto something else. And hell yes, both of those are great things. Either you're setting up Your boundary saying, I don't like this. I'm not going to do this anymore. Or I've gotten what I can from this person. Where can I go further? Both of those are great. So never if someone doesn't come to my classes, am I like, oh, that person doesn't like me anymore. I mean, that's not true. Never, never. Sometimes ego, like we're not, I'm not 100% always like in from coming from this place of like, oh, I, I don't let any attachments get to me and I don't have any ego. Like That would be a lie. I would be lying to you. Sometimes I think that, but an overwhelming amount of time when I see someone not coming back, I think that that's a great thing. And so any teacher that tells you that you need to be with them forever, run, just, just fucking run, get away. You don't need anyone to find yourself except for yourself. You need stillness you need space. You need time. It's like, I I make this analogy a lot. It's like dating yourself. If you were dating someone else, like for the first time, you would listen, you would get to know them. Um, And the same thing, like, say you've been friends with someone for a long time, and then you haven't spoken for 20 years. And then you get, I don't know, you go on a date with them again. You have to relearn who that person is and you wouldn't just cut them off and, oh, well, you were this way, so I I don't want to know who you are now. I'm just going to assume that you were this person that I knew 20 years ago. The same thing with yourself. Meditation is that sitting with yourself, getting to know yourself and yourself is always evolving. So meditation is always needed because hopefully you're growing. But honestly, if you weren't growing, you're probably not going to be meditating. You're probably not worried about getting to your magic right? Some of us are stuck in the same place and that is not a judgment. Some of us have, um, different lives where, you know, always in danger. People that are in danger have no, um, time or ability to sit and try to get to themselves or trying to survive. People that are, um, in abusive situations, people that are, um, struggling to survive monetarily, people that are um, dealing with um, heavy emotional things, those people need to survive before they evolve, right? So that's not a judgment saying like, oh, well, hopefully you are growing. Hopefully you are growing. But know that if you're still in the same place, there's two reasons why that could be either you're not doing anything or you're doing so much that you can't. And so yeah, meditate. You want to get to your magic? You want to find your magic. Meditate. It doesn't have to be Om Shanti Shanti meditation. Meditation can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. There's a million apps out there. I've talked about it before. Just sit. Sit for two minutes. Listen to your thoughts. Allow yourself to reintroduce yourself. Get to know you. Eventually, your magic will come to you. And at the end of the day, magic is to basically trust. Trusting in yourself is your magic. Some of us are close, right? We see who we are, we see what our gifts are, we see what our powers are, we see what our, we see who we are, but we don't trust enough in ourselves. There's that bridge between, okay, I see, but how do I trust and entrust accept? And that again, that just comes with sitting and being and having time and giving time to that. And yeah, sometimes a teacher can help you with that. And in that case, absolutely go. But a good teacher isn't going to charge you $80 to teach you about crystals for 10 minutes. They're going to teach you something that you can take and learn from, right? If you teach a man to fish, he'll eat for the rest of his life. If you give a man a fish, he'll eat for one day. It's the same thing with whatever spiritual teacher you have. They're teaching you how to fish. They're not giving you the fish. So walking into this Guatemalan town, I think it was San Pedro or something. I was just aggravated because I saw so much. I saw so many and there were a lot of women there, a lot of women searching and a lot of predatory people seeing that hunger and overselling them something to eat something to fill that void. And that bothers me because we've all been vulnerable. We've all been searching. We've all been tired. We've all been questioning. And I've been in that place where sometimes you get taken advantage of and it's not fun and you feel like shit. And sometimes it completely stops you from going through with or going further on your path because you think, oh, that person was a sham. So maybe this whole thing is a sham maybe I should just do more practical things. But humans, we're magical. We're energy. You can think of it in terms of religion. We're children of God. We are the universe. We are thought. We are intellect, whatever it is you want to think about it. It's all different words. It's the same essence. We're magic. So yeah, that's the podcast. I have been thinking about and marinating in this thought for a while now. If you have any questions about how to get to your magic, if you need to text me or um, rather DM me on any social platforms, please do. Uh, A couple of you guys have recently and it kind of makes my day, to be honest. It makes it feel worthwhile, me talking worthwhile, me talking into um, a microphone in my basement Um, it makes you, it reminds you that you're not alone, that we're all kind of searching and I'm not promising that I'm like way further up on the path, but maybe I'm, I don't know, one step forward. At least I'm here in this aspect of life. And if I can help anyone come to where I am, gladly do so. Gladly do so. so. Um, yeah, sit, meditate, trust yourself, you're magical, um, there's this shame that comes with kind of saying out loud that you're magical, that you're special. It's like um, when a woman gets complimented, right? And someone says, wow, you're beautiful. The difference between a, thank you, I know. And a, oh no, go on. I'm not beautiful. I have this wrong with me and that wrong with me and that wrong with me, right? Um, A lot of people will have issue when someone says, oh, thank you, I am, right? Like, well, you shouldn't feel that about yourself. I'm the one who holds the power to that. It's the same thing. So it can feel very uncomfortable coming into your power. It can feel very uncomfortable and foreign and icky to admit that you are a being that is powerful, that you are a being that has magic, um, that you are a being that is special. But you are. We all Are like we just all have it. Go to a toddler room and pick out any child. They are special. What is the difference between that child and that child when they turn into adult? An adult? Nothing. They're still special. So um, yeah. Meditate, find your magic magic, shoot me a DM when you found it. I love to hear this shit. Um, I also have been asking my friends this recently, right? What, what's your magic? So think about that. Like, what's your magic? What's your brand of magic? Is it dream work? Is it, um, divination? Is it intuition? Is it, um, the ability to, um, pick things up really quickly? Um, I speak things into existence. I connect with guides. Like if I say something and I truly believe it to be true. It happens. It's very abracadabra. Like I, what I say happens. And so I'm very careful with what I say. Um, I can also connect to guides. And so that's interesting. I've recently, um, become aware of the fact that I can read the Akashic records, which is fucking amazing. Um, and I am just really interested in hearing what everyone else's magic is because, we're all so different we all have so many different brands of magic so yeah shoot me a dm what's your magic um thank you for sitting with me for these 26 minutes and 27 minutes and uh hearing me rant and yeah i know it's been a while so thanks for listening and uh have a really great week y'all bye This episode I talk about finding your magic and how often people will try and sell you a way to get to your magic that doesn't actually get you there at all. I talk about um, over outgrowing your teacher. I talk about um, how magic is essentially just a trust in yourself. And I talk about how to find your magic. Uh, this was a episode that was really close to my heart as I have been lucky enough to have found my magic uh, within these past couple of years and it feels good to be able to share that with y'all and hopefully it helps you find your magic. So without further ado, the episode.